Hello and welcome back to the podcast that once again will not be facing any punishment for skipping off overseas and behaving inappropriately. I will, though, call out the media for hounding me and having uh, unfounded bias towards my actions. Did you have a good time in Bali, at least? I had a great time, yeah. Um, my mate kept filming while I was doing things, though, which is a bit uncomfortable, but other than that, it was a really, really good weekend. Um, I like that the intro of this podcast infers that you are groping women, so Jack Turner, everyone. No, I, I was um, <laughs> actually crying in the corner with a bottle of red. It was someone else's hand, trust me. The tattoos <laughs> don't look anything like my own. Oh boy, um, gotta love the AFL, don't you? It's uh... no, I like the game. We, 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 <laughs> we, we'd give a player two weeks for appearing with a unverified bag of white powder in October of last year, but a player who surfaces up performing inappropriate behaviour mid-season, that's it's club to the club to handle. Nothing to see here. Move along. It's all totally fine. Gil's just phoning it in. He's done. Yeah, what's the point? Don't yeah. cause any waves before you go out into the uh, hmm. corporate world and make more millions. Yeah, don't want to lose any potential money. Especially not that Eddie money. Mm. No. Uh, well, that was a very strange intro to the podcast. It yeah. was ha-ha funny until it was ha-ha not. Ha-ha, ha-ha funny. Mm, ha-ha weird. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you need to get off TikTok. Yeah. Um, all right, well, I'm going to get this back on track and start with the votes. Um, I go first because you did the intro. Uh, but I'm just going to start with my honourable mention. We Ooh. stopped doing that. I've okay. only got one honourable mention because I was lazy this week. All right. It's Lewis Young. Yep. For his one percenters I alone. wrote down no votes because he did cost a few goals, but wowee, 21 spoils. Yeah. Biggest for the year and third of all time. Yeah, third of all time. He's not getting. It's not getting touched this year, I don't think. That's no. a ridiculous That's amount. so much more than anyone else has done. I think like the Knicks are like 13 and 12. Mm. Um, what, a, what a performance. That's a... Wild amount of spoils. A thumping of the ball. Um, no, I think I can think of at least two that led to an awkward bounce. And that does happen from a spoil. Mm, absolutely. But if two out of 21, was it? Yeah. That's not a bad effort. No, absolutely not. Um, but yeah, no, definitely. Uh, probably could have marked a couple. There, um, <laughs> hell of an effort. Absolutely. And then I'll go into my one um, who I don't think has made an appearance this year for okay. us. Uh, Ryan Burton. Yes. Port okay. Adelaide. Yeah. Uh, played a really good game. Yeah, it was his rebound, mostly. Um, he did kick a goal somewhere in there. I can't remember. I zone out when Port Adelaide are playing. Hmm. Um, kicked a goal. Uh, he had, I think, eight rebound 50s um, and was just kind of racking it up all over the park. I don't remember how many disposals he got. I didn't write it down. Enough. Uh, but he impressed me enough yeah. to get a one-voter. No, I, I did think he played a good game. Um, it, it was a good performance. Mm-hmm. They, um, that was the best Porter played this year. Yes, I agree. Like those four wins they had in a row, that was their best game in terms of like a full team performance. Their forwards all fired just about. Um, Backline was solid without being spectacular. Um, And the midfield was really, really good, even though Wines got punched by Laddams. Yeah, Laddams was shocking. Um, That's two to three minutes of play is some of the worst you'll see. Yeah, but Porter happy. They're in the hunt for the finals again. It's a, not mm-hmm. an easy run home for them, but we'll see. We love we love the mathematically possible uh, finals. Oh yeah, chances you get to that point of the year. I like it um, when it's like this team has to win by thirty seven, and, and this rely team has on to seven lose and eight by, to lose yeah. by sixty <laughs> points for three games. Um, yeah, I can't wait for that to start, which is really only three four weeks away from, yeah, from being our conversations. It'll be it'll start with teams like. Oh, I mean, Gold Coast did win again, but it'll start around there. It'll be yeah. like... Port and Gold Coast yeah. will be the, the ones that I got. I mean, mathematically. <laughs> uh, my one vote went to Sam Doherty. Um, yep, that's fair. He was really, really good. 
uh, just runs, he runs, he runs. I feel like we say this about him every week. <laughs> yeah, there's not much more we can say, I think, at this point. Um, he I also, imagine being a prick like Shea Bolton was to Doherty of all people. Yeah, it's the, like one, it, it's the one player you wouldn't do it to. There's showboating, right? and then there's showboating to the most universally beloved player in the I, NFL. I don't care about it. It's, it's the not most non-story ever. We, we see constant complaints about players having no personality on field and just towing the media line and someone does something like that. Look, I, my thing was, if Carlton come back and win, he looks like an idiot. And that's a choice he made. Yeah. That's fine. It's not, it's not the club. whether someone at Carlton wants to fly the flag and knock him over, which if I was playing against him, I probably would have too. That's fine also, but like we, the media shouldn't care. No, like, we. This is entertainment. Everyone right? was spending their tickets in that last quarter anyway. They had that big tussle at yeah. three quarter time. Like it's entertainment. Know. That's it what it is. It doesn't matter. Uh, do we not want to be entertained? entertained? Oh, you stupid prick. Um, no, it's a it's a complete non issue, especially considering all the other things going on in the AFL world. It's so sh- much more. We if Shai Bolton is holding a ball out and then kicking a goal, cool. At least he's not in Bali groping women. At least he's not missing from the same distance out like minutes earlier. Zero <laughs> five last week. Zero as well? five and one yeah. out on the full. I think it was. So I mean, at least he kicked that one. Yeah, uh, I've lost track because we got two very sidetracked. Two votes for me, uh, Tom Barras. Two votes for me also. Yeah, yeah. Uh, probably his best game. I of think the season. so. I think we gave him votes earlier, but he was yeah. really, really good for them. Um, um, it's the 10 marks and 12 interceptions. Geelong had a lot of entries. Yeah. And he was the reason a lot of them didn't turn into goals. And I think even though Hawke kicked a couple, I think uh, he did oh, a really good job, really well. especially after McGovern went down. Totally agree. A really bad rib tickler. Oh, oh, uh, it's yeah, pretty bad now. Hospital, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Three nights in a row. Um, um, I saw you, it happen. You, you, you thought he was just winded. I did. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought he was. And then you see the replay and I was like, Cameron's a heavy boy. That would hurt. Like they, they were both going at pretty breakneck speed. Imagine if he went head first. He'd be dead. <laughs> Yeah, that's broken your ribs. Head first, gone. Um, Yeah, I I turned to my dad at one point, Mm -hmm. and he took a mark on the goal line. And I was just like, I really like Tom Brass. Like, I like the way really like Tom Brass. And he was like, yeah, he's like begrudgingly, he's like, I hate the Eagles, but my God, Tom Brass. It was like, it's just, it's just good. Um, I really like the way he always looks. Uh, for a lack of a better word, scrungly. He'll take a mark and he'll look so unco, but he never looked like and then he nail wasn't the target immediately it. after yeah. with a, a kicking action that looks like he's trying really hard to make it look normal. Yeah, um, I don't, I don't know. I really like Tom Barras and I have for a while, so yeah, he's, happy to give him two. Yeah, he's really good. Um, and like you said, with McGovern going down, um, like it was the closest thing to a backline they've had this year, and then McGovern went down to full half time, and it's like that's just rough. Yeah. Um, Paul yeah. McGovern. We, th- we think he can play through the ribs and he still hasn't left hospital. Yeah. So I don't think he'll be playing next week. Um, My uh, three, votes. three votes goes to Adam Saab. Okay, yep. Uh, God, he's good. Brilliant. <laughs> I think he might actually be having his career best season. I think so, yeah. Uh, Both def- ways is the thing. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely statistics-wise. He's, um, had he's had better offensive seasons. But I think he's also had better de- defensive seasons, but I think this is the best combined he's yeah. had. Um, um, his ability to get to a contest late and still impact the mark, then when it hits the ground, pounce on the loose ball and get away. I don't see any other player doing it the way he does that. There was a moment late in that game on the far flank um, where he spoiled the ball, put a smother on, mm-hmm. and then contested and tackled and tapped. And it, it was reminiscent of it was that prelim Geelong Sydney where Tom Stewart, it didn't go quite as far oh, as Stewart's yes, I ridiculous remember the one. one. Yes. But it was reminiscent of that in the sense that he didn't get a single disposal and he gained about 60 metres yeah. in play, just tackling and pressuring. 
And that's just what you love to see from a defender. Like, that's what this podcast is about. Like, yeah. that was just brilliant. I genuinely think he's the most important part of their back line. It, really. Oh, yeah. That big trouble uh, if he goes down. Yeah. His disposals are so influential. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they missed that earlier when he got poked in the eye. Yes. Uh, poked. Uh, Gripped. Yeah. It, um, see, I, I think like you can, so you can like say that. that was an accident to hit him in the eye, but it's not an accident to then flex the thumb once it lands. It looks so bad. Um, not a mention of it, by the way. It's like how people used to do the, um, you know, Mumford has a lot of accidents. Yeah. A lot of accidents, isn't it? Like you accidentally land on someone's back and then you accidentally step on someone's That's leg hard. and then you accidentally gouge someone's eye. There's Tom like certain... Lynch has handballed and accidentally <laughs> punched a man in the nose and broken it. There's a Play certain on. level where it's, uh, you wonder how many are accidents. I'll be and I'm real. sure some are. I don't think there's any Richmond fans uh, listening to this. Tom Lynch is a grub. I don't I care. cannot stand the man. <laughs> um, speaking of Richmond players, my three votes went to Vlostone. Okay. Uh, I really liked his game again. He has become somewhat of an impenetrable wall for them in the last few weeks. Uh, well, he has been for a long time. I, it's just that, according to <laughs> David King, no, no one's talking about He's it. a secret elite player. Um, no one knows. I actually had Broad in my special mentions as well because I thought his second half especially was really good for them. I'll pay that. When the game was on the line. Broad definitely flies over, um, over, the, radar, over the radar, under the radar. Yeah, especially yeah. now that the bigger names have come back. Um, yeah. He was starring early in the year, which shows that if needed to, he can play that mm-hmm. role but take, does the team role when he needs to. Um, but I thought his second half was really strong. A lot of his spoils and pressure and whether he touched that one or not. Um, there were a lot of big moments he was involved in late in that game. Um, but yeah, Vlostone was brilliant, I thought. Um, yeah, and rolling on from that a little bit, my four votes is to Vlostone. Oh, well, my four votes was to Sard. Okay, so we just, cool. Like that we works. did last week, we just yeah. swapped the three and four. Well, you know me, I'm trying not to be biased. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would just like to very quickly kind of talk about the fact that they were both intercepting anything. It didn't have to yep. be a mark, but I think Saad had 15 intercept possessions and Vlosten had 10 or 11. I think it was 11. Yeah. Um, and basically, if it was being kicked into either D50, there was a big chance it was getting repelled by yep. one of the other two. And so. with Grimes basically sacrificing his entire game to stop Kerno, mm. Vlosten had to do a lot. Yeah. Um, and he did. He stepped up really, really well. Um, it was a really good performance when it was needed. Yeah, they are, um, that defensive unit plays really well. And hugely important for them because it was you know, an eight-point game. Especially yeah. with the way other results went this weekend, it was really important for them to win um, and keep themselves in that conversation. I think either way it would have been okay for them because if they had lost, everyone they needed around them lost, lost. But the win's more important, Yeah, and obviously. I mean, if Collingwood win this week, then it's you know back to that tussle again. So Please it no. was important for them. Um, my five, and I'm wondering if it's your five as well. Hold on a minute. Oh, I go first. Yes, you do. Yeah, it's Mason Redmond. It's Mason Redmond. It's Mason Redmond. Um, crikey, he's come on this year. I've really liked him all year, and I hate to say that about Essendon player. Um, I have been waiting for a moment I can give him a five, and I'm happy it's right now. one or two, right we were like, man, I really like watching Redmond play, but sometimes he just does some things that frustrate you. And then... It became, oh, I love Mason Redmond. He's the only Essendon player that tries. <laughs> he's really good. <laughs> um, it, it helped that, you know, they picked him out. Um, like he was a St Kilda player most of the night, but he plays hard football. He locks down well on the player mm-hmm, he's put mm-hmm. on and he intercepts brilliantly. His game this year has gone to a completely new level. I think it's something to be said about him. He not only is kind of their de facto general down there, um, and obviously that's led to a couple of situations this year where it looks like he's just telling other players off, but they're probably not doing what he needs them to be doing. Yes. Um, I think he knows how... Oh, sorry. I think he knows how to lock down... And also get away, because um, yep. you see him, when to run off. You see him come off his man and impact a contest. He he took some marks, I reckon, twenty meters clear the other night, mm. which 
And it's one of those ones where, like, you need the full round perspective. Because those ones where you feel like before the St Kilda player kicked it, he was nowhere near it. Yeah. And he just read where it was going as it was kicked. He's Healed smart. off his man and just intercepted. Um, he's become a really, really good footballer. Yeah, especially... Um, from being a solid defender to just... Yeah. Yeah, considering a couple of years ago, I was like, oh, yeah, Redman. He, yeah. he exists. Yeah, it was a couple of years ago. might have been the COVID year. He had that kind of breakout year where he really showed up. Yeah. Um, but he was just a spoiling and sometimes marking player and not creating the play like he is this year, which has just been a revelation. He's been really good for them, especially considering Nick Hind has gone backwards something fierce. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Ridley just not going as high as I think everyone thought he would. Um, you know, and, and that's unfair on players, I think, sometimes to expect them to keep improving. Yeah, I think Ridley's actually had a couple of really good weeks in a he row. Has. He's, he's um, I think good. he's been locking down a lot better. He has been forced with their, uh, is dearth the right words? Their lack of tools yeah. um, to actually have to play lockdown. I think that's a problem for both Redman and Ridley in the yeah. sense that if they had a proper centre-half back or full-back, both of those would be able to play a much better game. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, it's, it's a real struggle with Essendon's key position players. Um, it just it boggles my mind that they don't have options yeah um, it's very strange and you've got players like james stewart so the other, i don't know the other one i can't give a special mention to was himmelberg because the first half i thought i was going to oh, um, i was looking like it again wasn't and it? and then they put him in the rock and up forward and went, well harry you've lost me it's uh it's a defender's vote he better not he better and not cost me fantasy points goes, next week if he's I'm in the rock, i'll be very upset braden Proust, what an idiot get, get suspended and injured I mean, if you're going to do it, I guess you're doing both at once, right? He's just following in mummy's footsteps, right? <laughs> That's true, yeah. <laughs> Big unit in the orange jumper. Um, it's helpful uh, that West Coast and Essendon have both decided to play better football. Right now. Before the AFL decided to put them on a Friday night. Yeah, but it, it, which, 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 which Essendon and West Coast are going to oh, show yeah, up? Yeah, absolutely. The West Coast thing is at least they, they are now playing the most of their best 22 um, and Yo appeared fit, which was different to the few times he played earlier I liked, this year. I liked him on halfback. He, he played a good game. Mm. Um, he kind of marshaled them, I think, a bit from the back line. The midfielders that were inexperienced, he kind of had the direction and the, the signpost. I think but... it's time for them, and I know they've had to do it by force, but I think it's time for them to introduce the likes of Hoff and, and Clark, who's mid-age. Mid, mid, mid um, but I think they need to spread that out a bit, whether that's moving someone to half-forward or keeping Gaff on the fucking wing. Um, and, and maybe even Yo he, at halfback. He did some really good things as well, um, looking like he's probably playing football again. They missed yeah. Kelly, obviously. That's yeah. been, he's been huge for them this year. But that's year. the problem when Kelly comes back. Is it just going to be again? Back to the old game plan. Kelly, Kelly Shuey, carrying all the Yo way. in the middle. That is the problem. Um, it seems one-paced and predictable. I thought that's... our boy Bazo didn't look out of place at AFL level at all. He was a bit quiet, but I, he, was he very didn't quiet. look like he wasn't an AFL player. Um, I think his positioning was good, um, played a reasonable enough role. I just thought the way they went in with so many tools was a bit strange. Well, it worked considering McGovern went down. Yeah, it's true. Um, but a Geelong that had no Rowan or Radigalia in that forward line um, and just kind of went in with a, just the two two. Yeah, but it's, it's hard because Stanley and uh, Blitzars well, will rotate. Back usually. But yeah, Stanley, but Stanley forward. goes forward. Yeah. And he usually plucks a mark out of nowhere. Who knows whether it's going to be a goal was, or not. But Yeah, we'll keep going that last quarter that was, um, you know, steadying i guess um mm. so maybe maybe it was the choice but yeah i did think they went in kind of tall and that's why i was surprised Bazza didn't play earlier in the year when players like mcgovern and brass were in and out of the side mm. and that was when you would have had a chance to blood him but he played he got the game that i wanted him to play um and hopefully he stays in the team yeah it's hard we'll to 
hard for them to justify dropping many players after playing their best game of the year, really. Uh, yeah, it's it's an interesting one because Essendon really only have two keys, but they rotate their Ruckman through there. So if McGovern is as badly injured as he yeah. is, I think Bazo has to stay in. Yeah, well, um, the only option is if they swap him for Witherden, who was, I think a lot of people were surprised he got dropped and then went back and absolutely who's start. Who's play on Jones? If Barras takes that's true, um, yeah. two leader Peter, I don't, uh, yeah. Anyway, we're yeah, not, we're not well, here. We're not in the game of matchups. That's, that's true. That's crazy Bevo's job. It's crazy Bevo's job. <laughs> and will he match up? No, he'll talk about just Caleb Daniel in the ruck. The, Caleb Daniel in the ruck. You know, antithesis of defense. That <laughs> game on the weekend where both teams just went. No, we'll just try and kick as much as we can. And if you can't kick as much as us, too bad. Loved it. Old-fashioned shootout. The defence in that game from both midfield and backline was uh, quiet, I think is a polite way to say mm-hmm. it. Mm. Uh, there wasn't much going on intercepting, spoiling, locking down-wise. Um, but Green kicked seven, Norton kicked five, Waitman, Waitman kicked, kicked five. kicked five with a broken elbow. Montempelli kicked two or three. I can tell you. I've got the, the goals thing right um, um, Super entertaining to watch, uh, but... I feel like if you were a coach of one of those two teams, you'd be bitterly disappointed that you let the other team score so much, regardless of outcome. I don't know. Scoring 125 and winning by 20 is fine. That feels good. Yeah. I don't know. When you've got 10 goals between two players, you take that, That's I reckon. Nice. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, Second time this year they've done that. Well, I think I like, uh, I like the symmetry of Gold Coast one better. Yeah, they had a lot more balance in their goal sheet. Ainsworth, Rankin, Casbolt, and Choll all kicked three goals. Yeah. Uh, and I... What a forward line they've built. I, th- I think it's going ben well. With Ben King to come back next year. Um, the question is, how long does Casbolt's knee last? Yeah, well, I mean, that's hopefully what Ben King fixes next you year. You swap them out. One or, knee for one knee. Casbolt becomes a bit of depth. Um, <laughs> Swing Casbolt back, put him down there with Collins. That'd be a beast back line. I would really like Get to the watch Mo that. back? Oh... <laughs> Um, all right, I'm going to ask you, because it's probably the toughest round we've ever had to do it for. Oh, What's Game of the, the Round game this week. of the Round? What a nightmare week. <laughs> super excited to watch the footy this week. Oh, yeah. um, there are some stellar <laughs> games. The game I might be least excited to watch is the Geelong one, because I'm nervous about it. Am I going to pick... Uh, I'm picking West Coast Destiny Game of the Round. Let's go. Game of the Round. No, I'm not. <laughs> it's hard to kind of go past Melbourne, Brisbane, isn't it? Melbourne have a lot to prove. Yeah, and, and Dawes going down to mean they can't bring him in as a ruck or backup ruck really hurt them, I think. Um, Brisbane have the tall stocks to go uh, supernova in this game. To stretch them completely uh, around the but, ground. I think Stephen Maybach shores them up enough that they'll make a defensive game that Brisbane can't play. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be a battle of which team can get their style going. Is May going to be rusty? Is it, are his teammates going to trust him? That's a question. Can Brisbane break through an actual good defence for once? Yeah, well, that, that is Brisbane's issue, isn't it? And that's why I think they've come unstuck in finals a lot, is mm-hmm. that, that team defence locks down a lot more yep. and they really struggle. Uh, we've seen them, I think they've only one year in the last few, they haven't gone straight sets. The mm-hmm. other ones have just been straight out, which is always baffling because their home record over those seasons has been fantastic and then they'll lose two home finals. But yeah, if there's if there's one of like two or three places I don't want to play my team to play, it's Brisbane Gabba. at the Gabba, yeah. Geelong at GMHBA and Gold Coast at Metricon. Yeah, those are the three. I'm dangerous out. right I'm now. Out. <laughs> um, no, I think, um, I think the battle of the risky teams, I think Sydney St Kilda is the one for me. The two if teams... St Kilda don't come back, they're out of finals. Yeah, if absolutely. St Kilda don't win this but game, if, I have no faith in them. If Sydney don't win this, then they're a 
really struggling to make finals as well. The, the loser of that game is in big trouble. I think Sydney could lose this game and still be a good enough team to pick the wins they need to make finals. I think if St Kilda lose this after losing to Essendon, Steel they're going to back. be in a... And they are a much better team with Oh, Steel of course. Than... They're going to be in a spiral if they lose, though. Um, yeah, I, mean, I looked at... I was, obviously, I've got my little uh, run sheet of kind of who each team has to play for the rest of the year, the team oh, that yeah. can make finals. Because you're a nerd. And I reset it today, obviously, because it's we played the extra round. So we've got the run home now. Um, I've got, for where I sit it, um, Sydney and Collingwood with two of the easier runs. St Kilda with much harder. So, yeah, it is one of those games. The easier teams that have the runs, luckily for them, have the runs. Um, <laughs> That's a poo joke, uh, everyone. <laughs> we're a mature uh, duo. You might have um, to put this one as explicit. The, bo- <laughs> <laughs> the bottom four um, on where I've got the difficulty sitting are teams that are fighting for that seventh and eighth spot. So the ones that have the easiest draw mm. are Collingwood, Sydney, Richmond and Gold Coast. Yeah. Um, which is good for them, but also bad for them that the other teams around them have that easier draw. Whereas Melbourne, Brisbane, Fremantle have the harder draws because um, they banked those wins against the yep. lower teams earlier in the year. Um, and then, unfortunately, the Bulldogs are the next <laughs> next one with a crap draw. Um, um, I don't think Bulldogs make it in. I don't think they can anymore. They've got, uh, obviously, Hawthorne this week is probably their, their easy yeah. one for the run home. They've got Brisbane at the Gabba, Sydney at the SCG, St Kilda at Marvel, Melbourne at Marvel, Geelong at GMHBA, Fremantle at Marvel, GWS at Marvel, and Hawthorne in Tassie. Mm, you don't want to go to Tassie. That's an awful run. I think, I think Josh Bruce back, it will help. I don't know. It helps them, but they need to win. How do you win by 125 with Shaki, Norton, and uh, Eagle Hagen? in their forward line and have to drop one of them for Bruce who's played one game in 13, 14 months. Yeah. Like, it's it's a tough choice. Uh, but He was a barometer for them last year, though. And he played really well in the first half in the VFL. He spent all his tickets and then Brody Kemp just blanketed him. Uh, so I wouldn't I wouldn't rush him back in if I was them, but they do need to win. So it's a 50-50. So you talk crazy about, Bevo, crazy Bevo. Talk about Kemp and... <laughs> Can we not? <laughs> we are a Defenders podcast. Mm-hmm. How cursed currently is the Carlton backline? What a nightmare is going on back there. Uh, I don't want to talk about it because I risk uh, more injury being... Yeah, I, I get you. You don't want to jinx I, it. I open my phone and it's just like, haha, Marchbank's done his... What did he do? His medial? Medial. Yeah, yeah, I think it was a medial strain. I just, it baffles me. They go to the, the mid-season draft and they're like, we've had all of our, in- our tools get injured. This is the first time just about ever there's been a key in the mid-season draft to pick up. He comes in, he looks at home. He played really well. Was, yep, and now he's injured. Um, I can't believe it. It's look, just it's, it's beyond it's, baffling at this point. <laughs> I was watching that mid-season draft at the end, and their second pick, Carlton, picked up Will Hayes, and I thought they might actually go ultra like safe and pick up uh, Connor Ballenden, who yep. was, I think, nominated for 18-month terms, which is not what you want because ideally I believe that well, I'm not so sure about it. Um, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know what's going on with him. But I thought they would pick him up just in case. Uh, and now I kind of wish they had. Uh, no offense to Will Hayes, but it's it's bad. It's shocking. Um, although it has opened me up to thinking about what I would like the defensive lineup to be, and I actually kind of think I like Durden in there. He looked, I looked really I, solid. I don't mind it. Obviously, Weedering and Young is my preferred too. Uh, if you can get. Durden in there until McGovern's hamstrings magically get fixed. I'm fine with that. Weedering back fixes a lot of problems, though. 
and it should happen sooner than expected, yeah. I think. Um, he might play with a crook shoulder for one or two weeks, but I think I, weedering with a bung shoulder is better than no weedering. I think so. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's 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 interesting seeing God, some teams... touch wood. I don't want to... Yeah. Um, because Richmond's is just... And they, I think they lost Grimes and Tarrant this week. They didn't uh, Cochin break his collarbone well, or something? Yeah. They went from having zero to three. I um, mean this in the kindest way possible. Good. Yeah, <laughs> like well, not, it's only fair not to everyone else. Not wishing them injuries, but like I think it's ridiculous for a team to just have none. Zero. And then you look at uh, GWS, Carlton, Geelong, and they're just injuries upon just injuries. Oh. Um, anyway, yeah, I mean, Geelong's it's a lot shorter this week. I think they played a lot of them back through the VFL. Um, Menegola came back, which is love to see. Yeah, he played um, well. He was a bit rusty. Henry looked like he had an injection in that sore foot and could not kick with it. Uh, he intercepted a bit, but his disposal was shocking. So, Did Henry play? Jack Henry played in the VFL. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, I sorry. do not remember that at um, all. That's a, returning to the VFL was <laughs> Henry, Holmes, Radigalia, um, and I think Higgins played in the VFL as well. So mm, they're all back. Keep him there. Dangerfields went to be back this week. So that's no longer as horrifying injury no, list as it was before right. the bye. But, um, yeah, there's some teams. I think Hawthorne's gets better this week too. I think Gunston and Lewis are both back for them. Yeah, um, and you'd want you'd want um, God, what's the ruckman who did he do his shoulder? McAvoy neck injury, wasn't it? Oh, I don't remember. Oh, you mean, you mean the young ruckman? Yeah, the, horror run there, haven't too actually. Just tall. I can't remember which Lynch. one. Is. Lynch? Lynch, yeah, Lynch. Yeah. Um, I don't like seeing ruckman injured because there's, it really shifts the whole team. None of them. No. no, no one's got ruckman. You think you got a good one, and then ah, oh, wait, they're gone. Never mind. Hmm. Don't worry about it. Yeah, this is getting too touchy for me. <laughs> yeah, Pitto was looking good. Um, he's back before the end of the year, isn't he? Yes, he yeah. should be back a week or two after yeah. weedering, right. I think. Well, that's something. Yeah. Um, I think it will change the dynamic of that entire club. Having TDK as a, a third tall and then being able to swap him into the ruck for short bursts, I think it will work. Yeah, I think so. Um, here's one for you, though. Mm, okay. Is there enough time left for Weedering to reclaim his All-Australians? I don't think so. Don't think so? Well, the good thing is in the past two or so weeks since he's been gone, no keys have staked a claim. May's missed two games. Yeah. Um, So no keys have really jumped out of the blocks, but there's still another two weeks without Weedering. They love picking someone who's not really that kind of player in those roles, though, like Sicily. Oh, I I think Sicily makes it. He's a lock. I think he's he the third a, tall. I, yeah, exactly. Not I think no, second. I think he's the third tall. Well, so, I mean, I think currently people are picking him as the second. Mm. Um, it's a it's going to be a hard one to pick this year because oh, the running tough. defenders and the interceptors have been very, very good. You can't go past Doherty and Sinclair. Doc, yeah, There's well, no, they're, they're you can't. Two. You pick those two. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, and then your follow up is who else? Tom Stewart. I think Tom Stewart makes it just based off a couple of good yeah. games alone. Um, Stewart, Sicily, and then Weedering and May are probably the last two spots. Yeah. Available. Yeah. And I think that matches up almost perfectly with the mid-season one they post on the AFL. I'd love to see it be Collins because... Me too. If Weedering has to miss, put Collins in. Yeah. Because he's played That's my deal. Year, playing very well. Um, <laughs> Made Crazy Bevo look like an idiot. I loved it. I just... it's It was so funny. Um, I just want to note that there is no... Uh, no other t- competition in the world has an illicit drugs policy. Um Every competition in the world has an illicit <laughs> drugs policy. <laughs> WADA has an illicit drugs policy who watches over every professional sporting competition. Um, what's what's What does the W stand for again? <laughs> also, Asada. Wacky Bevo. 
I loved that he came out and he was like, I just, you know, there were some tactics used against Norton in that second half that I wasn't happy with. And all it led to was every club going, here is a cheat sheet on how to beat Norton. Thank you, Sam Collins. It was it was so silly because he and I'm – all right, I'm going on a pet peeve. I wanted this podcast to be short because I've got a sore throat. I dislike very heavily coaches coaching from the bench and then in their – press conferences, talking about the game as if they actually saw everything that happened. When I buy tickets to the football, I sit in the top tier so I can see yeah. everything. Which is what a coach would see in the box, yeah, right? Correct. I look at, uh, who is it? It's, it's specifically Rutten, Ratten, Bevo. Is there another one I'm missing? I think there might be. Does Fagan do it? Horse doesn't mind it sometimes, but he'll only do a quarter or so. Yeah, it, it really bugs me for some reason. Um, and I just think you can have someone down there doing that job for you. You are the senior my, coach. You should be up there listening to your assistant coaches and directing things, my big, right? My big coach pet peeve this week is coaches that just blatantly lie about something that we all know they're lying about. This and has my, been your pet peeve for like three weeks. My one for this week specifically, though, is Ken Hinckley with his um, We Think Finlayson gave us our best look oh, that was, yeah, of the yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. And then immediately the next week brings in their mid-season draftee, <laughs> Waffle Ruckman, who fucking smashes his AC joint, poor bugger. But you're clearly lying, Ken, because you changed your ruck line up the next week oh, against yeah. a team with a lesser ruckman. But then he said, again, that he thought Finlayson and Dixon did, did enough Why did you bother them? bringing in the poor bloke to shatter himself? <laughs> what was the point of that? I, um, you can't predict that. I found the commentary. I was on the radio for that quarter. I found the commentary on that really funny because they were doing a, um, you know, oh, you know, the big boy's coming to the AFL. He's throwing his weight around. Look, it looks like he's uh, he's hurt the Sydney player there. And then a minute, a few minutes later, I get a text message because I left the car and it's like he's off the ground. He's <laughs> subbed out. He is not playing anymore. And I was like, oh, I don't think he's hurt the Sydney player as much as he's hurt himself. Like, yeah. The radio get really carried away. He probably not making it back this year. So I hope he gets a. I would have liked it if he stayed it. East Fremantle and, and help them have the first good season they've had in about 10 years. And <laughs> but no, I, I, I think AFL success is oh, no, more absolutely. important for him. So hopefully he stays on their list. He looked really solid. Um, his hit-out work was really good. I think he just needed to get better placement around the ground, but that doesn't help that he hasn't been training with the team all year. No. Um, and especially with a Ruckman, like, that's a big thing. Like positioning is, 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 is Dan Brozio the only mid-season player who's jumped into a game and not just immediately gotten injured? This year? He this year, be. I mean. Like, who else has played? We had, obviously, Durden came in. Durden and Tickle, I think, are the only two, Tickle. right? Tickle. I think someone else played in the first week. Mm. Who, though. Not sure, but it's, uh, it's a bit of a curse. Cully didn't play. No. Crap in the waffle the first week, really really good the second week. Um, so, be interesting to see. Um, they've got a much closer to full strength midfield now. Isn't it? I don't know if he'll get a game before the end of the year. But sure, you would. You might as well give him a run yeah. um, if you're going to finish what have they, bottom four. What have they got to lose? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Nothing. Stop Literally nothing. Anyway, I'm not getting into that. Um, anyway, that seems like a good amount of time for this week. Yeah, it's about uh, 31 minutes longer than I wanted it to be. Buy rounds are gone. <laughs> Footy is back this week. We've got two Friday night games for Christ knows what fucking reason. Is it a school holidays over East or something? I don't know. I'm working Sunday, so no idea why we've got you're two covering games. those I'm games. I'm so confused. Um, yeah, and we've got some really good games this week. And I'm very, I'm really excited this weekend of footy. It's... One of the closest. We've I seen hope it's not going to. I bet you it's going to be terrible. Oh yeah, we absolutely. just had this weekend which we weren't looking forward. Well, to. Well, it was going to be crap, good. and all yeah. the games were bangers, and then we're like, this weekend was going to be great. I bet it'll all be five goals, six goal blowouts. Yay! <laughs> all right, that's it. Peace that's out. all you get.
Get out of here. Why are you still here? Go, Go to bed. Bye.